Hello there, old and new friends. Welcome to Divine Musing, episode 23, Look to the Ravens. I am Destiny Rambo Corey, and I am so thankful that you have joined me for this journey into scripture, literature, poetry, and prayer as we view them through the light of transformation and growth. Here's something I've been thinking about lately. We begin with a quote from Eckhart Tolle. Watch any plant or animal and let it teach you acceptance of what is. Surrender to the now. Let it teach you being. Let it teach you integrity, which means to be one, to be yourself, to be real. Let it teach you how to live and how to die and how not to make living and dying into a problem. Today, I wanna talk to you about my closest companion ever, my dog, Nora. She is a nine-year-old albino Sharpe who I rescued from life as a bait dog when she was a puppy. She was the runt of the litter and the horrible breeders decided early on that her life would be a short one in the world of dog fighting. They even removed her opposable thumbs to make sure she would last longer in the fights and to put on a good show. Ugh, absolutely disgusting. When I found Nora, I had just gone through a heartbreaking loss, and though I technically rescued her, she rescued me as well. Those of you who have rescue animals know that feeling, I'm sure. Throughout our nine years together, I have learned so much from her quirky little self. It took her a long time to feel comfortable around men in general, and she still battles with some anxiety when meeting new people. She's terrified of water, so bath time is always an adventure. And uh, when she sees me taking my nightly bath, she will sit next to the tub and stare at me like she's making sure I don't drown. It's the cutest thing ever and also a little awkward, but I've gotten used to it. Uh, she loves to hunt squirrels and is fiercely protective over me. Not in a vicious way, like she's never attacked anybody or bit anyone, but she'll definitely growl if somebody's getting too close to me without her approval. It was pretty hilarious making adjustments with her when Joel and I got married. Uh, she's used to sleeping right next to me and no one else being in the bed. And it took a long time for her not to make cuffs, we call them, at Joel every time he got into bed if I was laying down first. Uh, she still tries every now and then, but it's become sort of a game that they play at night. That's precious. Um, Every night before she goes into her bed, we have what we call family snuggles, where she will sprawl out between the two of us, and Joel and I will give her all the pets and cuddles and love that she can handle. And then in the morning, she comes right back to the middle once she realizes that we're both awake. One thing that she does regularly is something that's a trait common to the Sharpay breed called tapping. She'll use her paw to quite literally tap you when she needs or wants something. They do it as a means to connect with their person, even on an empathetic level. She really is like a little person at times. After all our years together, I can generally tell the difference between a I love you mom tap and a I need something tap. The other day I was sitting on the floor getting ready and she walked over to me and gave me one of her I need something taps. 
I've learned when she does this, all I really need to do is just follow her and she'll show me what she wants. If she needs water, she'll take me to her water bowl. If she needs to go outside, she'll take me to the door and so on. This particular time, she wanted water. So she walked me to her water bowl, looked into it, looked up at me to make sure, you know, I could see that her bowl was empty. So I took it and I filled it up for her, put it back down, and she stuck her whole face just down into the bowl, lapping up the water, and she took this big slurp, and then she looked up at me and... with the biggest, goofiest grin on her face. Water was dripping from her jowls. Like she was saying, thanks, mom, I was so thirsty. Um, That happens pretty much every day, especially with her water. Um, But something about this moment stood out to me. I was watching her goofy grin, dripping with water and her eyes full of gratitude. But I personally was riddled with anxiety. We've had so much on our plate lately that was either heavy on an emotional level or on a financial level or both. And as I stood there watching her drink the water she so easily obtained with just a tap, I thought about how there is really nothing in life that she worries about. Every morning and every night she's fed a hearty meal and she never has to worry where her water comes from right here. (laughs) In the summer, she gets a flea and tick collar, so she's not burdened by pests. And when she's sick, she immediately has her medical needs tended to. She gets treats regularly and has a beautiful fenced-in yard to run and play and chase squirrels in. She doesn't know the times we've been low on money, but made sure she had her food. She doesn't know how stressful it was for us to find this house with the perfect yard for her to play in. Uh, She knows when we leave the house, we'll come back. And she knows if we have to travel, we're gonna leave her with someone that we trust and we know that she feels safe with. She knows every minute of every day that she is loved and she is important and she is special. As I watched her making a mess of her water bowl that she knows I will clean up after, I was reminded of the old song, His Eye is on the Sparrow, that begins, Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches me. I know this episode might seem so simple and even silly that I would write an entire episode about my dog asking for water, but No matter how complicated life gets, sometimes we have to be reminded of the simple truths. Truths so simple, they often get brushed over in pursuit of grander revelations. I know if I needed to be reminded, perhaps someone listening needed to be as well. In Luke 12, 22 through 32, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, for this reason I tell you, Do not worry about your life as to what you will eat or about your body as to what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow seed nor reap the crop. They have no storehouse or barn, and yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one hour to his lifespan? So if you are not even able to do a very little thing such as that, why are you worried about the rest? 
Consider the lilies and wildflowers, how they grow in the open field. They neither labor nor spin wool to make clothing. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass, which is in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? So as for you, do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink, nor have an anxious and unsettled mind. For all the pagan nations of the world greedily seek these things, and your heavenly Father already knows that you need them. But strive for and actively seek the kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid and anxious, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If you are in a place of anxiety or worry or stress, why don't we pray this prayer together? Divine Creator, you sent your Son, Jesus, to show me the way, the way to trust, the way to believe, the way to surrender my worries. Meet me in my frailties and extract the poison of fear and anxiety from my being like drawing venom out of a snake bite. I have lived too long worrying over things that you have already taken care of, even if I can't see it yet. I choose today to let go of control and awaken to the reality that you are my provider, my shelter, and my source. Let the veil of worry be removed from my eyes so I can clearly see your goodness at work in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will leave you with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. He is rich who owns the day and no one owns the day who allows it to be invaded with fret and anxiety. Finish every day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. Begin it well and serenely, with too high a spirit to be cumbered with your old nonsense. This new day is too dear, with its hopes and invitations to waste a moment on the yesterdays. Mm, I love that so much. I hope this musing has given you a little something to think about too. Thank you so much for joining me today for Divine Musing. For more information, head over to www.rambocory.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash destiny makes music or on Instagram and Twitter at Des Rambo Music.